for the players. I'm Ryan Benson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in the game's meeting environment. Thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. I forgot how to count for a second. <laughs> I'm so glad that you forgot how to count. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can. Come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you want to see on podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, or comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculturist, as well as our merchandise store, popculturist.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other sort of shit with our logos on it. I have nowhere to start today, man. I got nothing quippy, nothing nothing entertaining, nothing exciting. I'll just start the show, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. How's your week? Yeah. But I know we just had this conversation, but <laughs> conversation with no. My week, my week has been fine. Uh, nothing major to report. Worked another wrestling show on Friday. Worked uh, Renegades of Wrestling, which was awesome. Um, which was cool, cool, cool. Had the boy. Uh, so I, uh, my son uh, yesterday and today. Uh, we played a stack of games. We'll talk about in a little bit. In terms of my work week, though, um, yeah, it was from nothing really happened during the week from memory. I think I just kind of did things. Oh, we had no internet for like 19 hours on Thursday. That was asshole. Because obviously you and I live like five minutes from each other. You too had no internet. How did you survive your lack of interwebs? Uh, I played Octopath Traveler for like 12 hours. Nice. Uh, but it was pretty easy, actually, to be honest. So for me, like, so the difficulty you have, so every <clears throat> Thursday night, my mate Craig, the Mullet Show, he comes over. And the idea is this is where we, this is how we watch Breaking Bad together. This is how we watch, we will be watching uh, wrestling together or even better call Saul. And he's on his way over and then I get home and I'm like, oh, fuck, I told you to tell Craig we have no internet. I'm like, hey, Craig, got no internet can't watch better call Saul. it's on stan uh that's the problem uh he goes well look i'm already on my way what else can we do so we ended up just booting up wwe 2k23 so big thank you to the team over at 2k uh and we just fucked ass around in the gm mode which is essentially fantasy football but wrestling so we each picked our own like brand i was nxt he was wcw and uh, my partner Phoebe, she was SmackDown, and we had to essentially book our own shows. We had to, we had a draft, we got to pick our wrestlers, and we had to build a show around it. And um, that was our entire Thursday. We did that for like five hours, just because there was no internet. Like we'll just play pretend wrestling, pretend pretend wrestling. That's meta. So you just played wrestling? Yeah, pretty much. 
No, but we didn't play wrestling because we didn't actually wrestle the matches. It's all simulated. That's the point. So you played wrestling because wrestling matches are also That's simulated. what I'm saying, but like we played pretend playing pretend. It's fun. But yeah, the Octopath Traveler. Anything else happening yeah. this week before we just keep talking about the games? <clears throat> no, because I, I haven't been doing anything because Chaboy's been on holidays. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty nice, actually. Uh, look, I took the holidays to move house and I didn't fucking move house. Spoiler alert. Yeah, um, good times. So, and <clears throat> as much as I needed... And you also spent a week of it with COVID. Yeah, as much as I needed the break, I didn't get anything done that I wanted to. Yeah, well, the move. whole idea was moving Manly house. Move. Manly move. Yeah. But did you like at least get your all your shit together a bit better? Yeah, like we've 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 pretty much got we you know while 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 my mum was in a couple of weeks ago, I think I spoke about it last week. We hired a big skip in, we threw out all our shit, did a bunch of work around the house. Um, so yeah, we're we're in a better state than we were, but we're still not where we wanted to be, yeah. which was not here. Yeah, which is in a different house. Which is in a different house. Well, I went out there today, and they're they're finally getting shit done. What's the delay? What's the delay? Uh, contractors, bastards. It's why they're as, contractors, as, not employees. As someone as as someone who has been getting paid to not work for the last two weeks, I totally understand why people don't want to go to work. <laughs> like, I get, I get it. Oh man, if, if I could just get paid and like do minimal shit, like it would be awesome. <laughs> I could just do things and like, so, it'd, it'd be awesome. I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, finish my fucking house. Yeah. That's what bitches I don't want to pay for two anymore. Yeah. I don't know how you're doing that, by the way. I barely, I could barely afford one. That's <laughs> ah, not fun. Oh yeah. You got two incomes. That helps. It, yeah. It's still not fun because one income's paying for one house and the other income's paying for the other. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Easy. But yeah, in terms of the, the games we've been playing, uh, Mag oh, Magic Cast in the chat says, Sup, boys, lurking while I'm working. Oh, sup, Shane. Haven't seen you around these parts in a little while. Good to see you. I hope you are doing well. That's because well. he can never lock us down because we fucking change times. That is our, it's totally our fault. Like, we, we're like, yeah, yeah. We're like, hey, we do this time and this time and that time and that time. Or because of my bullshit wrestling schedule, which isn't getting better, by the it's, way. It's all entirely your fault. Yeah. You are, <laughs> just you. heads up at the end of the month. Event of April, we're a bit fucked. I have uh, I have a wrestling show Friday night, two wrestling shows on the Saturday, and then a gig on the Sunday. Um, we'll have to record like Thursday, I guess. Sunday morning. Sunday morning, maybe. Oh yeah, Sunday morning, maybe. Yeah, cool. yeah the gig's not till night. And there it is, Sunday morning. Like for show. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll wear my in the morning. I'll wear I'll wear my pajamas. I'll have some fucking pancakes. And Ooh, I'll put, I'll put my dressing gown on. Cup of coffee. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> All right, you know what? It's fucking sold me. That's what we're doing. But yeah, in terms of games, as I said, I have been playing WWE 2K23. Game is shit tons of fun. It looks awesome. For one, it's a drastic proof. Now I don't know whether I talked about it last week because I'm pretty sure I got the code on the Saturday. Yeah, I don't think we were supposed to talk about it last week. Which no, no, it was out of, yeah, it was in embargo, so I couldn't talk about it. Plus, I got it on the Saturday and then I had Game Expo and I didn't really get to spend as much time with it as I originally intended. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, because we recorded Saturday night. That's right. Jacked up times. Uh, yeah, look, it's great. 
is really <laughs> cool. Uh, even just down to simple things like menu design is really clean and pretty, but it still looks exactly like every other one you've played. So it's like it's just enough of what you remember, but with this new coat of paint on it. Uh, of course, uh, the mullet show, Craig, has gone above and beyond once again to design us uh, in the game for uh, our good friend Mad Dog uh, over at TCW. That's Twitch Championship Wrestling as we are the the stable over there at Pop C or Pop Corporate. I think we're because we're still a heel faction right now. So we've had our gear redesigned, uh, but we it just looks really, really good. Uh, Max, you are still the human cannonball. You are nice. like five foot four, the smallest the game will allow. You are the heaviest the game will allow. No one can pick you up. Yet we made you a luchador, which means you are really flippy and nimble. You are like our Kung Fu Panda. It's awesome. It looks good. Skadoosh, motherfucker. Skadoosh. <laughs> so I know, Max, yeah. I know uh, uh, that uh, Craig is working on your mask. I think you might be getting a different lucha mask this time, um, which is a pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, no, the game is really cool. Like, I haven't dicked about too much in the the showcase mode which is all about john cena i did a little bit which is kind of cool but not 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 enough not enough to really talk about i've kind of mostly dicked about in the in the custom creator and a lot in the gm mode um i've never really touched upon the gm mode before and i don't know why because it seems very much up my alley because if like i do fantasy football i enjoy wrestling i work enough wrestling shows to like have an understanding of what makes a good story how to set it up how to maximize a card you know, at least from an observing standpoint. Could I run my own promotion? Fuck no. I am. There are way better people that could do that than me. Um, but it is fun. It's very, I'm thoroughly enjoying it as the wrestling fan that I am. Um, but yeah, it's very, very good. Enjoying it quite a lot. Now, Max, speaking of things that, uh, it's nothing to do with anything. That's a really bad segue. You got to do something cool this week. Yeah. Yeah. You were invited by the team over at Double Jump to go uh, check out the next season of uh, Fortnite. It's a Fortnite Mega is their is their current season. So it's all very heavily inspired by anime. Uh, so super up my alley. Yeah, you fucking nerd. That was awesome. <laughs> um, unfortunately, my time was cut short. Um, obviously, we're, we are still dealing with the repercussions of COVID. My kid is still fucking gnarly sick. And into our third game, my kid fucking threw up everywhere. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to duck out. <laughs> um, but it turns out that uh, despite the fact that uh, Fortnite is a shooter, I can't play it anymore. Why not? I got absolutely decimated by everyone I ran into. Really? Yeah. Now, granted, the first time I did get a few kills because I had this fucking crazy ninja sword that allows me to fucking fly through the sky. <laughs> that was good fun. But I do not have I do not have Fortnite skills at all anymore. Uh, but I had uh, a great time. I met some really cool people. There was about twelve of us in total, I think. Oh, pretty tight, a tidy bunch. Nice. Um, Double Jump were kind enough to provide everyone with some some V bucks, so Ooh. I scored myself the battle pass. And, um, yeah, Mega's fun. They've kind of brought back what was my favorite area of the map, which was Tilted Towers back in the day. For the longest time, it's been gone. And now it's back, and it's essentially like Akihabara, Japan. 
it's fucking skyscrapers, neon. There's there's holograms being projected all over the city. That is the most nuts. max fucking sentence I've ever it, heard. It's it's so cool, and I suck at the game <laughs> so bad. Like none of none of my shooting skills in any other game translates across to this game. It just works so differently to anything else that it's yeah. Well, the the people who play Fortnite play Fortnite and that their skills probably don't transfer across to any other shooter either. Yeah. And I just, I've been away from the game for so long. Like the, the team were like, Oh, you know, when was the last time you played this? And I'm like, um, like ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're like, what was the last thing you remember? I'm like, um, Deadpool. <laughs> And they're like, oh, dude, that's so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, oh, why do we get lumped with this fuck? You know, it's like, it's not going well. Uh, luckily, my teammates carried me hard. So oh, that was good. Yeah, so... Uh, no, no, no victory royales, though. No. no. No crowns. No umbrella wins. But, um, yeah, I had a blast. Like I said, I met some cool people, and hopefully uh, I get invo- invited back to do more cool things because um, yeah, I had a blast. Yeah, it was, it, was just, it, it, was a, it was a real shame I got cu- it had to get cut early. Yeah. So, like, we've been invited to some things like this before, but mostly because, like, their Fortnite and, like, Rocket League and other things like that really haven't been our, like, forte. So we didn't want to jump in and be like, well, we want to go and just for the funds of it, and, like, unless it's something that we could, like, legitimately talk about. Mm. Um, And I know you, as you said, you used to play Fortnite a lot back in the day. I never really gave it a burr. um, And then, like, the announcement of the the Horizon skin coming back, I was like, ooh. Because, like, the only thing that would get me to play is like the Kratos skin, the Nathan Drake skin, the Horizon skin. And that was like 30 bucks. Like, that's gross. So I bounced out. Um, and same as yourself. I played it, got decimated. I'm like, this game sucks. I'm out. But it is it is much more pleasurable now that there is a no build mode. Yeah, the no build mode is probably where it's at for me. Like, it's, it's really cool not having someone build a fucking fortress after they get hit mm. by one bullet. Yeah. It, But like... So, yes, the reason we jumped on this was like, hey, this could be fun. And, yeah, you, you, you know, it, it's a whole side of the game sphere that I don't mm. tend to delve in, but you do. And that's the yeah. advantage that you and I have in terms of our dynamic is we play different things. So where Josh and I, like the previous co-host, with the, with the creator alongside me of the show, he and I had very similar, similar tastes. Like, he was a giant weeb as well, loved his JRPGs, unlike myself, he can't stand them. But like where so you and he, you and he aligned, but you have a wider palette than say he mm. would. So like he would never touch Fortnite and stuff. But the opportunity came up. We said, why not? Yeah, and then exactly that. Why not? Right? Yeah. You know, previously be like, oh, why would I want to do that? Now I'm, I'm just changing my my thought process in a greater way. Like in a lot of ways, I've been trying to do the whole why not approach to to everything. But that's bump it up a little bit let's expand it and you know like we've been doing this show for what two, almost 260 episodes like five years of my life i've spent on this show and we're very very lucky we do have a quite small community um you know small listenership etc there's not a lot of growth in us these days um knowing that we're a niche within a niche who peaked <laughs> fucking four years ago but these opportunities are still available to us and I'm in a position now where I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. That's, uh, 
Let's do a let's little. Stick, let's stick our finger in all the pies. Yeah, let's do a little. Let's like do. All, you know, you know, there's actors and actresses that like haven't made a movie in about eight years, and they still rock up at the Oscars. Everyone's like, oh yeah, let's do that. That's our time now. We we had our moment. It wasn't very big, but we're we, we're still lucky enough to be in, in the position that we are. Let's now just start cruising. Not cruising. We'll still do the work, but like, let's chill. Let's have fun. Hence why we jump on to this Fortnite opportunity. Because why not? I don't know what else. Is, I don't know what else is going to pop up, but I like the why not attitude. What else have I been playing this week? Oh, I've been playing. Speaking of why not, I was uh, I was dicking about on Keymailer, which is a website for those that don't know, where you can just sort of you know devs and publishers go, hey, who wants a key? And I was scrolling through, and then popped, and then I saw the uh, out uh, outer worlds. I forget. Can you Google what the the edition is called for me, please. Um, yeah, so there's uh, an Outer Worlds, uh, which is a game that came uh, a couple of years ago. It's from the team of Obsidian that had been known that they made uh, Fallout New Vegas, was their sort of big claim to fame in the RPG space. I'm uh, assuming it's the Spaces Choice Edition. Yep, that's one. Why did I think of that? Yep, cool. that? That naming is fucking everywhere. Also, a huge thank you to the Mullet Show for resubscribing for his 60 month in a row. Jesus Christ. What a sweetheart. Um, yeah, so the, the Space Choice Edition, I was like, oh, cool, which is an up uh, next gen port for ah, one. Very nice. Uh, very alongside, uh, you know, some some visual reworks, uh, including all the DLCs, like Fight for Gorgon, I think it was called. Uh, and I was like, oh, man, I remembered that game, and it kind of run like butt on the PlayStation. Let's see if it runs good on the PS5. So I was like, bing. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? I'll check it out. Fuck, I'm glad that I did because I forgot how awesome Outer ah, Worlds very is. Very nice. Very double. Hey, B Possess 101. I don't know who that is. Uh, has has uh, resubscribed for the 13th month. Max, it's sweet, ah. aren't you? Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it's, it's running at a higher frame rate for one, which I'm really happy about. Uh, HDR implementation is brilliant. Um, even something as simple as, you know, especially in the first area, there was Edgewater. As you come out of that cave and you sort of look at the world and it's all, you know, flourishing and, and you have the big, you know, planet in close proximity, it just looks brilliant. And then even when you go into Edgewater and it's just shithouse and it's, it's dark, it's gritty, it's blah, but like everything is kind of damp for some reason. But with the HDR, like, the water reflections are brilliant. Like, it just looks pretty. Like, everything looks fantastic. The neon lights really pop. Uh, you know, especially about the Saltuna factory, etc. And then as you go out and about into the Vale, you know, it's 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 tons of fun. Um, yeah, it just... It, for me, it's running... Like, there were... There's a patch that came in the last couple of days that kind of fixed... I did have some hitching in the uh, Vale area... You know, where it's like once you sort of get out of the enclosed um, hub space, you know, if you move too quickly, you start fanging it across, it kind of chugs a little bit. Nothing too major, just a noticeable one. But that seems to have been reduced in the new update, which I much appreciate. But yeah, game's great. Game was great, still great. Is dope. Did you ever play The Outer Worlds? I did. How how far did you smash it? Because you played on Xbox, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get very far. I think something else because I was playing it just on my own for, for my own personal play, 
and I think something came up that we that we needed to play for a review. Yeah, because I, I ended up, and then I, I kind of just never went back to it. Yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, this is going to be deep. I, I, like, I really got to give this all my focus until I can't anymore." Mm. But saying that, like right now, it's just ticking, it tickling a different itch. Like, because obviously Hogwarts Legacy, we've been playing. I knew that if I stepped away from Hogwarts Legacy, I ain't going to go back. Guess what? Stepped away. Probably not going back. Because like, I it's not that I didn't enjoy the game. I did really enjoy the game. The main, I couldn't give a flying fuck about the main story. Mm. Like, I just wanted to piss fart around in the world. And I enjoyed doing that. I enjoyed going and doing all the collectibles and flying through balloons and finding little telescopy things and it's like oh i should probably go do that other trial huh you really should you haven't done the best trial in the game yet all right what was it like is it like the other two no completely oh, different i don't care completely different yeah yeah so it's like it's kind of uh. but like i guess i want to check it out but as you mentioned that you know you've been it's been a game going back and checking them out as you mentioned before you had 12 hours of the internet so you played octopath traveler 2 your previous communication around it was yeah not all the stories are made equal it's really it's i'm really enjoying it but blah, blah, blah. how are you now that you've spent a fuckload more time in it so i've now completed every character's story up to chapter three most of them have four chapters a few of them have five so I've gotten fairly deep into each of the character story. My stance still stands that they are not all created equally. Some of them are just like I just don't care about. Mm. Um, so I've been focusing more on my on my favorite characters as they are they make up my main party, and you can only progress stories for the for the members who are actually in your party at any given time. Some of them are great. Uh, the one that I found the most humorous that I kind of. I, I joked about the first time I spoke about it was it was that um, like that, that Texas oligarch just evil <laughs> dickhead businessman that has become such a compelling story I'm really enjoying this what um, like, what what so, changed without obviously spoilers so, of course what was so, so basically basically it start it started off as like you play as the as the son of this entrepreneur who entrepreneur and his business partner yeah entrepreneur uh, entrepreneur whatever <laughs> anyway. <laughs> They, they basically did this deal to get access to a silver mine. And then at the uh, end of it, apparently the partner snuck in a clause at the end of it who's just like, at any given time, the, the rightful owners of the land can buy the land back whenever they want. Okay? Okay, that's fair. And cool. It, well, it turns out the business partner was the original <gasps> landowner. So as Dirty. soon as they like... Like it all flipped, and and you're on this like this redemption quest. You're like this fucking top tier merchant. And you just want to make the world a better place, Aww. and you you know you're trying to buy the rights to like steam engine productions to make, not to make money, just to make the world better. And these just these rich wankers just refuse to fucking play ball. They're like, I'll sell you the rights for one bajillion dollars. Because <laughs> fuck people. <laughs> and like capitalism. It's, it's it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I have hit a point where I'm kind of getting to that stage where I'm kind of just grinding my characters up because mm -hmm. each of them have a. Uh, when you open the world map, it's like, hey, we recommend you be at around this level to progress the story. Um, now, obviously, depending on how you've built your characters, what what classes you set them up as, uh, you can kind of you have a bit of wiggle room. 
for instance, one of the one of the story uh, chapters that I did last night that I that I've been stuck on for a while is recommended level thirty five. Mm. Now I have a team of four. I had three members at level thirty six, so one level above, and I had one member at level twenty two, like significantly under the recommended level. That character was the only one who survived and did the most damage out of everyone. Oh damn! He's just a fucking machine. It's great. So depending on how you build your characters. The recommendations are really just recommendations. They, it will be helpful to be around that level. Uh, each of the biomes are quite different. The world map is very vast. I now have access to a ship, so I can kind of sail around by myself as opposed to having to pay to just essentially fast travel from point to point across the map. Okay. Which is cool. Uh, there is a fast travel system. Once you've, once you've gone to a town hub, you can just teleport there whenever you want to, so it does make chopping and changing a little bit easier. But at the moment, I'm kind of just grinding for some gear, getting some levels before I tackle the uh, the chapter, the fourth chapter for all the characters. Mm-hmm. But I'm still digging the game. Uh, the, the the turn-based tactical combat is really fun. Um, and but yeah, I, I for me, Octopath One is still a better game. But the additions that they've made in two aren't detrimental to it. I feel it's just the the characters aren't as engaging is number one for yeah. me yeah and like but that i was trying to think about this that's last a, week that's a purely personal thing like depending on how i just yeah i just found the characters from number one just a little bit more compelling than what i do for number two i was thinking about this from last week pardon me when you made this comment and i guess with octopath because it's it's essentially like the sophomore album thing or the sophomore mm. like the sequel in that you know like think about the matrix the first Matrix was smart, it was brilliant, it was well shot. Everything about it was excellent because they had time to get it exactly as they needed. And they didn't have the pressure because no one really knew they were doing it, right? But yeah. we're here. There's like, an expectation. Octopath 1, brilliant because they could do what they want because no one had any yeah. expectation. It was just blah, blah, blah. But now they have a second, they're like, oh shit, well we spent six years building that. F- I don't have I mean, pulling numbers out of my ass here like oh we know we spent x amount of years putting this one together and then we've got to get this done in a reasonable time like we didn't have like we can't sit there and flesh the stories out like we did last time this is this could be a problem potentially and it sounds like that could be is that kind of what you're thinking may have happened here not necessarily um they're, they're obviously going for a flow because in this game they've got what they called crossed paths where there's two story characters that will share a story beat mission, mm-hmm. whereas that didn't exist in number one. Okay. So, so I think they've they've constrained themselves a bit more than they had in the first one by making those shared experiences between the eight protagonists that you essentially have, because there's essentially eight uh, eight different stories being told. And yeah, hence the name. Now, now, now they've got some. F- through path to a degree okay because they've they've got those crossover those crossed paths portions of them but it's still cool i'm still digging it so a huge shout out to the team over at bandai namco australia for providing square. a copy of the code to me and square enix same thing came through bandai yep yeah same thing um so huge thanks to them loving it um and i'll probably have it finished by next week with the rate of how often i'm playing it now <laughs> I'm, I'm like really getting into it yeah um, I did take custody back of the VR system. You did. So I've been playing. I played the proper VR version of, of Res. Uh, Resident Evil. How how 
okay, now that you've played it properly, isn't it awesome? Look, Except for the cutscenes co- where you have to stand look, on the ground. Look, it's cool, right? Good gimmick. Like, I get it. It's a good gimmick. It's a good, it's a good gimmick. But fuck me if it wouldn't get old quick. <laughs> like having to stand there and put each individual shell in the shotgun, fucking pump it every time I want to shoot. Good immersion. It's it's cool, but I got over it real quick. Yeah. How far did you get in? Um, not very. Oh. Not very at all. Did you even get to like the werewolfy encounter? Yeah, yeah. I did. The, I did like the first little bit. Like it was. It was. It was fun. And then I played uh, After the Fall for Ooh, a bit. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the team at Play On for that one. How is it? Uh, what is that's it? That's cool. Uh, so it's it's essentially like a zombie shooter. Um, so you've got free movement. So you use the left thumbstick to walk and then you you can use the right stick to aim. I just fucking spent around in circles in my living room because I found it easier yeah. and less like fucking vom. Vom, yeah. <laughs> less classic. Um, but they have, the, they have the same thing. You, you drop the clip out of the bottom of the gun and you got to, to be fair, you just smash it into your ammo pouch on your chest and then it reloads and then you, you good, you're fucking good to go again. Yeah. So I'm literally just going, bam, bam, bam. There was another the clip, game where you had to do that, where like, but like resi has gone that extra, like it's, you got to, and then you've got to cock it back too, which is yeah. the annoying part. I like just going, bah, 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 would help. Hence the, the just pump it in your chest, but you got to do the con. Um, so I did you like the first, to do the con. <laughs> did like the first two missions of um after the fall mm. cool you kind of just explore the area um the, the gimmick here is they've uh warped like old arcade shooting machines to do all your oh. up like gun upgrades and to launch your missions and stuff like that the ai is dumb sweet uh because the game is designed to be a four-player co-op game mm. and if you don't have friends to play with it just boots you in with three ai AI is dumb. AI is always dumb. They barely cover you. Um, but it's cool. Cool. Looks good. Plays great. Um, I didn't have any problems with it. Um, so I did like the first few levels. I downloaded the demo for Drums Rock. Yeah. And that game is fucking rad. <laughs> well, you, you um, uh, said you downloaded the demo and then purchased it. I haven't purchased it yet. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm very much likely to do so. I, I, I actually, I wanted to have a look at the set list before I purchased it, because the demo has two licensed songs and they're bangers. It turns out only about thirty percent of their set list is actually licensed music. The yeah, rest but like, are they just? Is, co- is it like the Guitar Hero one where they like covers? No, it's all rare. Okay. So, um, it's like there's most of it's original music. Which is fine, but yeah, it, it is essentially that. It's, it's a seated experience. You have a fucking drum kit in front of you. And instead of just like plain notes coming at you, they're colored demons. Yeah. And you're killing the demons to the beat. It's it's rad. It's the rad. only, like, I asked you about Very this as well, because the only problem that I would have, because being a drummer, um, a subpar drummer, like, the thing for me is, well, how do you do a kick tom? Like, there's no VR, there's no sense controller for your foot. So would you have to play kick with your foot, with your hand? Sorry, no. So like, it essentially comes. You know, it kind of gets doubled up as the right tom. Yes, what I'm saying. So like, it's forcing you to like, like you have to hit a tom to replicate your off the kick. To a degree, Ew. it's really, it's really not as bad as what it seems because your foot still, because mo- my foot was still moving at the same time anyway. Yeah, and you, yeah. 
it just it plays as if you were hitting the tom and the the bass drum at the same time and it's just activating off one hit as opposed to doing two actions you're just doing one okay it's not it's not horrible yeah. and you also speaking of guitar here you gave the unplugged air guitar a go to i gave unplugged air guitar a go to i'm not very good at it um it's really hard to i wish the controller vibrated as i strung i wish there was some i wish there was some form of tactile recognition that i was doing like the the strumming motion in my right hand Mm. yeah because it's it's great because you can can almost like individual string it so obviously Mm. there's an there's enough uh minute detection you can go ding 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 you know Mm. but like to have that little bit of a response in my head it did have some minor response but i may have just made that up in my head paravia um and i think that was all i checked out for vr mm. one thing i did check out though uh because i think if that's everything you played i did uh with the ps plus game this month was minecraft legends and i've been talking the last couple of weeks about my son and i being getting really into minecraft uh no dungeons sorry minecraft dungeons minecraft legends something's coming out next month uh, Minecraft Dungeons. He wanted to play it because it was Minecraft. It's like a really subpar Diablo. It is not very I, fun. I would I would say subpar is generous. It's a piece of crap. Yeah, it is not very fun. The levels kind of suck. Uh, the the you you know the UI is kind of hideous. Uh, the grinding is poo. Gear is average, but my kid likes it, and that's why I play it. But like, why would you want to play a subpar Diablo experience when you can play a literal Diablo experience? Matt, Max, you played Diablo Four, and and you being the big yeah, Diablo so, nerd that you have, like, how erect are you? So, the servers are fucking atrocious at the moment. Did that happen with like Diablo Three too? Yeah, because obviously this is a, a live service game. Yes. It's got social aspects. There's fucking world events. So if the servers are running like asshole, you just can't play. Yeah. Now Blizzard are like, hey, we know logins are hard and yada yada yada. So they stopped people from being able to log in so the people who were in could actually play. So there were queue times of up to a thousand minutes. Jesus. Um I played it right on launch, so at three AM Saturday morning I got on for about an hour. Got from level one to six. So there's three playable characters available in the early access beta window, which was this weekend. Mm-hmm. So you had a choice of Wizard Barbarian Rogue. Next weekend, when it goes truly open beta, there will they will add the final two classes, Necromancer and Druid. Um, yeah, open this week, isn't it? Yeah. So open uh, the open it'll I think it's running from the same time. So six AM Saturday morning is when the open beta will start. Um It's good. I really enjoyed it. Like it, it is cool. Um it's kind of what i wanted which was more it's more like diablo 3 than diablo 2 so if you are a bigger fan of 2 than 3 it's it's gonna kind of ruffle some feathers because i know you're a humongous fan of 2 like you spent well i've i've only I've, I've only put like 700 hours into diablo 2 on ps5 that's not including my like pc playthroughs and like i was playing that back when i was like 10 years old when yeah. it first came out well, i'm between of the remaster like as in your so i this has sold me Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely going to pick this up. Think I'm going to play it on PC though, um, purely because it's it's just easier. Is it crossplay? It's completely crossplay. Sexual. Um, and now that I have a beastly computer, I feel like I should you know use it. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, the, the game's fun. The world events were really cool. Um, they were kind of like uh, public events from f f similar to like Destiny. So there'd be a big icon on the map uh, with like a ring zone. It's like, hey, if you enter this zone, you'll see essentially the tasks you have to do. So I did a few different ones. One was essentially just kill a boss and he would randomly summon minions that would tether to him to make him immune. So you go kill those minions and then you can damage the boss again. They were all very simplistic. Um, or it's like, to defend the caravan drivers. So monsters would come and try and kill the caravan drivers. You just got to defend them for X amount of minutes. And then at the end, you get some loot. But it's very much more of the same of Diablo. Uh, so I believe you have access to the prologue and act one. Mm -hmm. The beta. So there's a fair bit of content to play. Uh, it caps you at level 25. Progress will not be saved. Mm. Your characters will be deleted at the end. So... I haven't played heaps. I played like three-ish hours. Um, my character's sitting at like level 17, so I've seen most of what is on offer. Um, I'm playing a wizard at the moment because the class that I want to play is locked until next week. Um, so I'm playing, I'm playing a melee mage, which is cool. Uh, so all my all my spells are close combat. So I essentially teleport on top of the enemies. And just fucking blow everyone up. It's all unconventional, but I like it. It's it's, it's nice. I like it. Um, what are the what are the skills? Uh, so each skill now has its own little skill tree where you can pick like additional effects. So for teleport, you get the choice of um, for every enemy hit, lower the cooldown by 0.3 seconds, or for five seconds after you cast teleport, you take fifty percent reduced damage. So I'm like, ooh, 50% reduced damage. Fucking sweet. Tick. <laughs> so they're, they're, and from that, the melee mage was born. So I just teleport in on enemies and I take reduced damage and just fuck everyone up while I'm... I do like your ability to break games, by the way. Semi-immune. It pretty much happens all the time. Like, hey, I just, I found this minor, like, not an exploit. I just, like, you're that guy that is fucking horrifying to play D&D with because you're like, uh, I, I'm going to I am a fucking horrendous min-maxer yeah. in d and I'm, I'm a DM's worst nightmare. I, I, I once made a character that had the ability to um, hide in plain sight. So I just needed to be within five feet of a shadow to hide whilst observed. And my own character casts a shadow so I could hide inside my own shadow. I hate you. Beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, the the, the the DM's punishment was I I illuminated light to like twenty five feet, <laughs> so I could never cast, could never cast a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good response. Yeah, good response. It's 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 good fun. Um, if you enjoyed Diablo three, you will love this. Mm. If you didn't like Diablo three, it's a bit iffy. Uh, it's taken a lot of stuff from Diablo Immortal, so they've gotten oh, kind the of rid game, of. Yeah. Yeah, so they kind of got rid of potions. Uh, they're more like it works more like an Estus flask from Dark Souls. Yeah. So you get you get charged juices. Um, it's upgradable, but enemies drop potion charges all the fucking time, Yay. so it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It's great. You just pop potions whenever you think you're gonna take a little bit of damage. There is now a dedicated dodge button to dodge out of like telegraphed AOEs. So it's a little bit more hands-on than kind of just clicking your clicking your spells, which is cool. That's good. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. Good to hear. Comes out June. Open beta next weekend. If you're interested, jump on. 
Did I talk about the Resident Evil 4 demo last week? No. Sweet. Maybe, yes. Oh, well, Maybe. the last thing, because no. we played... Oh, you didn't. No, we didn't, because yeah. you hadn't played it yet. Okay. Did you put the... Did you- did you put the cheat code in no. to make it more difficult? No, because it's difficult as it is. Uh, so I was playing Resident Evil 4 tra- uh, Chainsaw Demo, because speaking of games that are coming out, so the game comes out this week, holy shit. Uh, the Chainsaw Demo is dope. Like, so, now, understandably, if we talk about right now, uh, Resident Evil 4, the reviews are out, everyone's giving it a 10 out of 10, as to be expected, because Resident Evil 2 Remake was fucking awesome, 3 was really good, and I had I had nothing but high expectations for 4. The demo itself, now obviously we can't talk about the game itself, we have spoken to Capcom Australia, I think back towards yet, but uh, we'll, be, we'll be playing it hopefully soon. But the demo itself, I'm like, alright, show me what you got. It's awesome. So it has performance and a resolution mode, I played it in performance, smooth as butter beautiful now i put it into resolution and then i went ew and then put it back i have like the the introduction of the performance mode has really uh fucked with me max um we're especially with now with my because i haven't talked about it in a very long time my beautiful television you've you've realized that frames are the only thing that matters no look so i have been a frames advocate for a while but like more and more now with the tv that does 120 frames and all that nonsense and vrr and like I've become more observant to stutters and pacing and, you know, any sort of drops that happen. I go, hmm. So it's, it's the, the, the disadvantage of, of the privilege. Um, but yeah, no, it runs as beautiful. Uh, so the, the chainsaw demo is essentially the beginning of the game where, you know, where you come in as Leon and you're go into that, that first town, you get out of your car, you walk down, go into the town. There's the church, the big pyre in the middle. The two police officers that are escorting you in are being burnt at the stake in the middle. And it's essentially just that encounter, which is, but you, you first see the, um, the infected people in middle of fuck knows where Europe, uh, and then the dude with the, with the Hessian bag on his head and the chainsaw comes out. It plays exactly like the original. However, tank controls are removed. And it is by far the best thing. Having replayed Resident Evil 4 in 2020. So a couple of years ago now. Maybe 2021. Maybe 2021. Uh, it's still really in my memory about how that game plays and tank controls asshole so one of the only things I, if we go back to one of those old episodes that we talked about i said keep the game exactly the same make it prettier remove tank controls it's done exactly what i've wanted like corpse look gross the details in the world are brilliant like everything about it is exactly what i want in resident Evil 4 and i cannot wait to play it in a couple of days itching like itching in my loins and also i'm sad because i can't like i I know you can't see it in the shop but like i've got the resident evil 2 leon statue behind me i was a i didn't get in because that was a was super expensive too so i didn't get the um the the statue for four uh didn't get the statue for eight either because it was stupid expensive and three i didn't get because it was also expensive but we'll try to find one if i can but uh, I think that, look, we've been sitting for like 45 minutes and we're just talking about games we've played. So we probably should get into this section now in court informal players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation because apparently we, all we did was play games. Well, I'm going to tell you about all the games you can be playing, I think, on Tuesday. Oh, but I just, I've just played so many, Max. <laughs> uh, so the PlayStation Extra and Premium games are dropping, I believe, this Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. 
Uh, so we have Cheer on PS5, PS4, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Rainbow Six Extraction, Ghostwire Tokyo, Life is Strange True Colors and Life is Strange 2, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Street Fighter V Champion Edition, Untitled Goose Game, Final Fantasy Type Zero HD, Rage 2, Neo The World Ends With You, and Haven. And coming to those who still pay for premium, Ridge Racer Type 4, PS1, Ape Academy 2, PSP, and Siphon Filter Dark Mirror, PSP. Well, I remember Ridge Racer Type 4 quite well. It was on the demo disc that I had. And I remember, I remember really enjoying it. It was tons of fun. But let's have a, let's have a quick look here. All right? Not a bad. Not as good as the other month. This is still pretty good. Cheer is that cool little uh, uh, artsy-looking game. Open World Sandbox thing. Yeah, it looks lovely. You can play a real guitar in it, apparently. Uh, and then it is a launch day uh, PS Plus game. Very similar mm. to Stray, which is exciting. Um, and MGB in the chat, uh, got to say this month's lineup is actually brilliant. It is, it is very good. Not quite as good as the other one because the other one had things more tailored to me personally. But if you have not played many of these games and like you're just diving into having a PlayStation... This is literally the one of the greatest mods you can have. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves, brilliant. Uncharted 4 looks amazing. The game is exceptional, so no surprise. Mortals Phoenix Rising, one of the best games to come out in the last couple of years. It's like, it's the, everything that everyone loves and gets burned is about, uh, in un, about uh, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, but it's actually good. Um, Rainbow Six Extraction could benefit from more players. Ghostwire Tokyo is fine. Life is Strange is alright. DBZ Kakarot's pretty cool. Untitled Goose Game is an unquestionable banger. My son loves that game. He, well, he calls it the duck game because he's an idiot. <laughs> he's six. Um, but we play Goose Game a lot. Very fun. Being a bumhole goose. Anything jump out of you, Max? Now, granted, obviously, I think you've played everything that you've wanted. Uh, Life is Strange. Uh, oh, really? The two ones that I want to play that I haven't played before. So... I got some bangers out of this one. Excellent. But uh, the marketing side of things is still kicking in a gear, Max, because we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but the live from PS5, it's bumped up, hasn't it? Mm. I was just feeding Are you, are you, was, take, are you taking this story? No, mate. You're up. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, the segue that I began to give to you... It's like you've never fucking recorded this show before. Yeah, but you... You don't know how it works. You section off the news by major headlines. These are sub-headlines. Look, if you want me to take all of the Sony news, that's fine. Oh, fine. That's a lot of subheadings. Okay. <laughs> no, no, so Sony's <laughs> latest hashtag live from PS5 marketing beat is here. The platinum holder is aggressively pushing its current gen console now that PS5s are in stock and they're much easier to find. And part of that campaign is this latest install installation in London. The marketing stunt brings attention to The Last of Us, which recently just wrapped up. Check out our uh, our uh, mini-series with more of the players here on this YouTube channel or on this podcast feed. Uh, leading on the recent... TV, yeah. In uh, Shoreditch, Sony has installed a special exhibit that turns one room into a cordyceps-infested ruin, encouraging passers-by to check out The Last of Us Part 1 after watching the HBO series. It looks fantastic, albeit a bit creepy. Now, you did send through the pictures to me today. It looks fucked. Uh, it's only available for this weekend. So people Ooh. in London, go. Well, I best get on a flight. You may not make it in time. No, no, I won't. Because time... Oh, no, it's going back in time. I'm up. No, it won't work. Uh, keeping things TV, 
uh, now that The Last of Us has wrapped Season 1. Pre-orders for the Blu-ray box set and its collector's edition are already live. Uh, and also now that the run has ended on HBO or Binge here in Australia, it is now available on Amazon Prime Video, iTunes, SkyGo, and Hulu as well. Man, I everyone's getting it. It's fucking one hundred percent watching it again on blue on four K Blu rays. Like I'm gonna buy the fuck out of it. I'm gonna at most the shit out of it. I'm gonna have it in its beautiful four K HDR sexiness, and I cannot wait to cry all over again because I will. God, I'm excited. And the still book looks sexual. Like it's. You got like a like a cartoon sort of like clicker, but like the one that's cranked to the wall. You know, not like a. I said sexual, and it's this quarter step cranked. Well, that's not where I was going at it. It's a very nice picture. It's very artistically. It's not an artistic nude. I feel like I'm digging myself a hole. I'm gonna back out really quickly. I'm gonna buy it on still in the still book is what I'm getting at, and just uh, and, and I'll do appropriate things with it. Uh, next piece of news: uh, the the Baftas. Shuyei Yoshida, one of PlayStation's best and most beloved executives. Uh, you know, shout out to Shu. Coming back to PAX this year. It was exciting. Hopefully I can get a photo this time. Yeah, I'm going to chase him down again. I, only to, cause, well, I forget what I was doing, but I didn't see him. Best. I, I, was with, I was with someone who got a photo with him, and I literally left for like 15 seconds to do something, and in that 15 seconds, he met Shu, got a photo. And pissed off. So I'm like, dirty. you bastard. Oh, well, I gotta find. I gotta find you. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's been, yeah, he's being recognised for his achievements at this year's BAFTA Game Awards. During the awards ceremony, he'll be gifted the BAFTA Fellowship Award, the organization's top honour. The BAFTA Fellowship is a Hall of Fame-style award recognizing significant contributions to the creative arts. Other recipients uh, of this award within the games industry include Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, Nintendo dude. <laughs> Nintendo wow dude. that was incredibly dismissive uh, Hideo Kojima did some Metal Gear things uh, Jean Carmack and Media Molecules Siobhan uh, Reddy which is still confusing because Media Molecules okay uh, Yoshida will receive the award during this year's ceremony on the 30th of March hell yeah fucking shoes dope man like if, yeah. when you think about the key and the best time of PlayStation was in that PS3 and the PS4 generation where we had Sean Layden, you know, Yoshida, uh, oh, fuck, what's that dude's name? Uh, Geo Corsi, you know what I mean? Like Jackie T. Like there was such this cool, almost cult of personality around PlayStation that it seemed to have been lost. And Xbox have admittedly tried to continue it with the likes of Phil Spencer, and it's just not the same. Um, once again, maybe because that sort of marketing around having your executives be like friendly faces is something that just doesn't exist at the moment, especially when, you know, capitalism's hot garbage and no one, you know, everyone wants to eat the rich and stuff. It's probably not a good idea to do that marketing now. But I don't know. I kind of miss it. Also, speaking of all things hot garbage, Sony has <laughs> filed a patent for NFT framework allowing the exchange for non-fungible tokens across game systems. This patented system from Sony essentially would allow you to transfer your NFTs from one game or system to another and continue using it there. Additionally, there's the potential to trade or sell the rights to your NFTs to other players, and apparently forgery is, quote, nearly impossible owing to the use of blockchain technology, end quote. Uh, it should be noted that a lot of patents like this never end up being developed into a final product or service. And odds are most corporations are covering their bases in a similar way. Um, Sony would 
we would assume would be fully aware of the terrible reputations that NFTs currently have. And we should point out the PlayStation have made the point that that uh, their PlayStation Stars digital collectibles are not NFTs. I was just about to make that call about PlayStation Stars. Um, yeah, and that, that, that's probably the unless they say they un- and say they turn around and be like, "Lord jokes, they actually are." Ha ha ha! Now you can trade them and sell them. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's interesting, but yeah, as 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 you highlighted, like pat people companies patent shit all the time. Uh, or at least put one in to try something like even when it's down to just a some sort of technological development or some sort of programming like you know whatever it is they need to do um it's just to cover the fact in case at some point they want to do it or implement part of it like i know there was so they patented the trophies into retro games at some point and which which they do now uh, but for a while there, it just it was just patented, but no, no, no movement had taken place until recently. Um, there's a bunch of things that have come up over time that just didn't have an answer. And I understand with the with the hotness, quote unquote, that NFTs have had over the last couple of years. Now, granted, they're on a very strong decline. Brilliant. It still wouldn't hurt for Sony to have something like this for say whatever the future holds now i say that in a a purely objective standpoint like you know okay it doesn't hurt to hedge your bets from an subjective standpoint the fuck you doing Mm -hmm. don't get all square enix up on this bullshit and just dedicate your entire existence to nfts gross Maybe they had to do this because they're buying Square and they need something in place for NFTs. Ooh, adding fuel to the fire, says Max Cooper. Gross. Deep cut. (laughs) All right, well, let's get into like where the main topic of the show, the Naughty Dogs. What's next, Max? That's so right. these are kind. These are, these are kind of fused together. Um, they are from the. They're pulled from the same. It's an interview. Uh, interview podcast. Yeah, because uh, it was uh, part of the kind of funny. Yeah. Stuff. All right. Well, then, okay. So let's jump they, into they this. Kind of fused together. Yeah. So then, then, uh, so naughty, Do- uh, naughty dogs. Uh, creative director Neil Druckmann and vice president uh, has jumped on kind of funny. That's uh, the team of Greg Miller, Nick. Uh, Nick Scarpino Tim. and Tim Geddes. Um, previous big fan of uh, Kind of Funny. They're a key inspiration of, of what this show is. So shout out to them. Uh, and so he, Neil, Neil appeared on their Kind of Funny spoiler cast where he was talking about The Last of Us. I think the TV show specifically. In that, t- in that conversation, he confirmed that the first party developer has already decided on what its next PS5 project is going to be. And while he couldn't reveal what it is, he explained that the team selected the title it was collective- is collectively, quote, most excited about. Elsewhere in the interview, he explained that Naughty Dog has been re- restructured to allow it to develop more than one title at a time. Cool. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Which is evidenced by the fact he released The Last of Us Part 1 last year and has a standalone multiplayer game in development as well. He added that the, st- that the studio now has a large number of producers, game directors, and writers, allowing it to be a more organized overall. Druckmann wouldn't confirm whether the team's next game will be The Last of Us Part 3 or, or not. But he did acknowledge the pent-up demand for the third game. Excuse me. And given the colossal success of the TV show, it's hard to imagine anything else at this point. Additionally, as we mentioned before about the single play, this the the multi the side multiplayer game, 
Uh, host of, of Kind of Funny Games spoiler cards, Greg Miller does bring up the question around factions, which is the original name of the Last of Us uh, multiplayer part on PS3. Druckmann, who seems quite deliberate in not referring to it as factions, says, quote, The Last of Us multiplayer game is our next big title. You'll hear much more about it later this year. I'm stoked about it. Druckmann goes on to describe what it feels like to be less hands-on with the upcoming multiplayer title, stating that, quote, That's, That one's an interesting experience for me personally, because it's the first Last of Us game that I'm not the primary writer. <gasps> and i'm not the director so i get to see it more from the side and play more of a producer role the more of a mentor role and that to me is really exciting and what the team has put together is so cool end quote max using the information that we have here what do you think is the future of not a dog release it you cowards um look <laughs> i <laughs> i don't know they're they're in a quite Thank a you privileged everyone for position. checking the episode. There's your answer. <laughs> Look, they're in quite a privileged position at the moment yep. where they can uh, they have the opportunity to kind of work on whatever they want to. Um, they've obviously got their, as we know, because you know it's been announced, it's been showcased a little bit. Well, we got a what a fucking teaser, uh, fifteen second clip of what we assume, what we all assume to be whatever the factions version of this Last of Us multiplayer mm -hmm. mode is. After the success of Last of Us TV series, they would be crazy not to do a part three. Yeah. But but I don't yeah. think that's what's next for them. All right. I think it'll be something else. I still think it'd be cool, but I don't think it's going to be that. Yeah. So what has, me what has me interested here? A couple of different things. Now, first of all, this isn't the first time that Naughty Dog has been in a position where they've had multiple shoes making multiple things. They did this with Likes of Uncharted 4, for uh sorry uncharted three and last of us or last of us and uncharted four what something one of those incarnations e either way uncharted last of us same time being put together and what they were finding was the people were wanting to work on one and not the other so it's kind of this pull towards one and and it kind of caused a lot of a lot of friction um and especially for the for the heads that were working on multiple titles at the same time um because an example actually no so it was last of us into uncharted 4 because uh obviously amy hennig uh had to step away from uncharted 4 then neil Druckmann and bruce straley had to then go into um uncharted 4 while still uh working you know closing up the last of us from memory I think that's how it went down so i hope they've learned from that previous time because since then they've only ever been the one game studio um and i think with what jim ryan has talked about in terms of what he wants the future to be, which is, you know, more of these triple A sort of big budgety things. And just kind of the idea of burying uh franchise into the ground, looking at horizon, it's next 16 installments are all mapped out. Apparently it doesn't surprise me that naughty dog, which is a, the pinnacle of PlayStation studios and also a pinnacle of just video game studios period. Um, it makes no, it doesn't surprise me that they want to, to do that. In the same way, especially if you look over at the likes of Insomniac, which since has been acquired since you know Uncharted 4 and Last of Us, and maybe they've been able to share their wisdom on how they're able to run so many properties at the same time. Because right now we know they've got Spider-Man 2, they've got Wolverine, um, probably something else they can pull out of their assholes because they're just incredibly put together team over there. So that's exciting. Um, would I see them 
like doing Un- uh, the last of us part three is the next thing as the next big game it's possible and i say that because if you notice that wording the wording is incredibly specific that at no point have they said no we're not doing last of us part three they're saying we're doing the one that it is that is most exciting to us they essentially don't want to bury the lead because if the factions is right around the corner and they go hey the next thing after that more last of us therefore the last pun intended three things they've worked on is un- is last of us part one factions and part three right that's a lot for that studio to work on and this is another reason why i understand why they'd want to diversify their teams they allow them to tackle new ip various things that makes absolute sense because if you have one studio that's just solely making one game it, people will either be it, don't get me wrong. The games will be incredible because the those that are willing to stick through it know what they're doing, know that world, they live and they breathe it. So that's the utmost amount of care you'll ever get from that franchise is for those that choose to do a lot of it in a row. As you said, the success of Last of Us Part, uh, the TV series, is a reason to stick to three because I, I'm well. They've got they've got a little they've got a little while because filming's wrapped show's done season we one. know we know there's more seasons coming they've they've said that it's got renewed for another two they've told they've told us that uh season uh that part two is too big for one season so they're going to be at least a year and a half apart just from themselves mm. we're looking at probably a year to two years for 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 season two to come out that gives them a solid five years to get part three done in time for uh season four yeah um you know, so like you, you are correct in that, you know, because I was discussing this before they announced it. I was like, I, 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 as I said to you, I, I don't think I said it on air or not, I can't remember. I, was like, I guarantee you uh, part two will be season two, season three. And they'll, they'll, they'll book it right until the middle point where that in the theater, when Ali and, and Abby cross paths, there's your moment. And that, that's your cliffhanger into season three. Um, but yeah, in terms of factions, yeah, factions right around the, like right around the corner. I think it's going to be a way more in depth game than we think that think, think than we think it will be. It wouldn't surprise me rather than like a built multiplayer game. Pardon me, like factions was. I I see this in almost like a games as a service outriders esque sort of setup. Divisions, actually, probably more like division really, like big campaign. A lot of post, uh, you know, post campaign stuff, you know, you because a lot of the look at a lot of the wording, right? It's you and your friend. So I think it's going to be like that, you know, co op uh, campaign. Co op campaign. That's what that's what part one was missing. Yep. I want I want the Last of Us. It takes two style. Yep. Where one person plays Ali, one person plays Joel. You play through that. <laughs> well, that I I argue. I would argue that's what factions or whatever this, this multiplayer game is going to be. It'll be a two-player co-op Last of Us experience. I believe it's going to be set in a different city. I think it's in San Fran, from memory. I remember there being some artwork around the. I I I have a feeling it's just going to be one of those fucking cooperative survival games where everyone just goes out and harvests shit and builds bases and that, there's going to be raiders and stuff. I don't I don't think it'll be limited. It's to Fallout two. 76, but Last of Us. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, that, I was that, really that stoked is, on it until I is, gave that. That is, that is that is what I'm anticipating. Or like the forest or like, 
The, the last of DMZ. Oh. <laughs> Where if you die, you lose all your shit. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. And, like, because there was a really cool mechanic in, in factions, which was the idea of, like, you're, you're essentially building up your own little community. And every time you failed a multiplayer session, you would lose survivors. And it was all sort of part of this bigger thing. Speaking of the multiplayer, though, Shane in the chat jumps in, Magicasts. Uh, I can see the multiplayer game uh, satiating the fan base while they develop a new IP before they make part three. But if that's the case, we might not see part three till 2030. I would argue that, yeah, everyone's pretty much, you know, in terms of active development or like closing up production, I would say they're probably closing at this point, um, for factions, which would then lead to one team making part three, one team making something else. And that's kind of what they're implying. Like, that's how I read it. They're like, hey, we have multiple teams and multiple things. So even though the next thing we announce may not be The Last of Us Part 3, doesn't mean it's not being done. That's kind of what they're getting at. MGB goes, cough, cough, Halo 5, cough, cough, Halo Infinite, cough, cough. Uh, how well Halo Wars 2 was pretty good, cough, cough. Look, and there's a big difference, right? Is like a three a 343 weren't the Halo studio. They were built afterwards. Like Bungie was that team. They made a secondary team to replace Bungie. So everyone that was in it didn't live and breathe it, right? It's like if you had The Last of Us, like, hey, here's Last of Us Part 3, but Neil Druckmann is not involved. Bruce Straley's not involved. That, that That's not a good sign. It's like the idea of whatever this uh, this uh, extra, this new Uncharted game that is apparently being based uh, made out of Sony Santiago, uh, like it's you know what's the level of involvement that that they're going to have here? Will it feel the same? Will it feel like a derivative version in the same way that Halo Five, Halo Infinite, like you know? But even then, Coalition, right? Like you got studios. 343 and the coalition named after the franchise that they're, that they're supposed to be working on right like you set up to fail like fucking really um but yeah i'm i'm excited for what the future holds i reckon part three is coming plus something else but as as shane points out the multiplayer will help in that interim a little bit to allow the active development of two games at any one time and especially in the nature of the current video games market where games do take five years to get together, no studio can work on just one game anymore. It is financially not viable. Mm. Anyone Who add? Anything you want to add? No, 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 no. I think I think we think we covered it pretty yeah, well. Yeah, good old bets and rants. Yeah. At least I sound educated sometimes. Sometimes. Gotta fake it till you make it, mate. Guts it. <laughs> Quick biddies. Layers of fear has a demo walkthrough built in Unreal Engine 5. Wait, Looks mint. It's name, like 10 minutes long. Name is still lame. Pardon? That <laughs> name, name is still lame. Uh, Techlander leaving the dead behind for an open world fantasy game. Okay. Which, which I'm kind of stoked about. I like Techland stuff. They did Dying Light, Dying Light 2. I'd be keen to yeah, play an open did, world uh, fantasy game. Dead Na- not Dead Nation. What was the... They did the other, like another game in the middle. Dead Island. Did they? Dead Island Riptide and stuff. Yeah, sure they did. Okay. Good. Yeah. Splash Damage have teased uh, Project Astrid with the streamers Shroud and Sacral involved. Apparently it's an open world survival game. You know... Because we we fucking need more of those. Yeah, because apparently we do. Um, But like, isn't it interesting? Like, I was discussing discussing the other day, right? 
Like, I don't think I'm this unique fucking snowflake in this world. No way. Well, I was having this conversation around the idea of like the larger thing, right? Like I was, I was, you know, you think, you think about the things that are popular in this world, and I'm like, they don't, they don't connect to me at all. And I'm like, the idea of like, you know, is is having shroud and sac sacral connect? I have no idea who that is. No. I know who like, shroud is. Yeah, if that's connected to like, that doesn't make me excited. I would, I would be more excited if it was not an open world survival game. It's like shrouds helping to make a shoot i'll be like fuck yeah that's good yeah it's easy i know it's brand pick, shooters, pick, yeah. pick one of the you know one of the god tier gamers when it comes to shooters help him make a game give let, let him give you pointers about what what should work how it should be done awesome and then you you do the tech like the technical groundwork to make that a reality if if possible awesome i don't need another open world survival but not even that like, uh, like the point i'm trying to make is like if you hear like who the fuck hear these names and go? Uh, are you, that's are you, what are you, gets. That's what sells me on it. Are you, are you telling me you're not excited for Doctor Disrespect's game? No. Yeah, man. But then again, sure. like I'm sure there are individuals that I hear. If you say, "Oh, Hideo Kojima's connected," I'm like, okay. If you're like, "Hey, this movie's like you know Kevin Smith's in," it, I'm like, oh, okay. So I get that there are like individuals that pull people in, but like I don't know. Even when I was at the Game Expo last week, last week, yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's like all these people that are all streamers and then apparently they're big deals. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck any of you are. I mean, they, granted, they don't know who I am either because I'm a fucking nobody. But Mate, you're a VIP. You oh, so that. that's, how, that's how I met them. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, oh, you know, I'm this. And I'm, I'm like, cool. Is that like, if, if, if someone tells you a Twitch streamer is involved in a project, does that get you excited? It depends on what kind of project it is. Interesting. Okay. Like, if it makes sense. I'm just sense. cynical, I guess. Like, like, if it makes sense, like, if you're telling me, like, like the, the, the guy who's like, I, I've beaten all the fucking Dark Souls franchise without taking a single hit. I'm helping them to, to develop a new boss with new mechanics. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's cool. But if they turn around and be like, oh, you know that, that, that streamer, Brian Betson? He's going to help us make the next Dark Souls. I'm like, fuck no. You picked the wrong dude. You picked the wrong guy. Like, if if the like I said, I would be more excited about this if they were making a shooter with Shroud than a fucking open world survival game with Shroud. Okay, yeah. I get you. I get you. I too wouldn't, you know, because like like it, like if Doctor Disrespect's game was a dating sim, sure, I get it. Yeah, it if, makes yeah, sense. If, if Doctor Disrespect's was a, I'm filming in a in a toilet cubicle, um, game, cool. That he also wins there too. Um. <laughs> That's, that's impressive. Uh, but yeah, no, why the fuck would anyone approach me? Like, there'd be one of those moments they announced that and then they followed by many, many video clips of me just shitting on Soulsborns. Oh, what a Twitter. What a day uh, Twitter would have. That'd be amazing. Far Cry 5 has been upgraded to 60 frames with a PS5 patch. Dude, this is dope. Because Far Cry 5 is brilliant. And it's probably probably my favorite one. Like, I enjoyed 6. Was fun. 6 played well. But like the story, like Joseph Seed, woo, so much better. Play, uh, play, I'd play it again. <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores is still scheduled for its 19th of April release. That's a month from now. Mm. Oh. Uh, and to get you excited, Ryan, there's a new Persona 5 game. Yeah. However, it's a gacha game for smartphones. Well, funny you should know that, Max. I am endorsing that game. I was approached by the team of Atlas, and you they're mean, like, you, "You mean 
You mean Raid Shadow Legends is not today's <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. That's cool. All right. Persona, like I said, I, I've kind of lost my love, like lost my and, entertainment. And I'll, I'll, I'll throw it in the quick bits. It's very sad news. I was I was super bummed yeah. to hear it. Um, the passing of Lance Reddick. Um, there's been heaps of people. Obviously, he's the bo- the voice uh, behind Commander Zavala in Destiny, Destiny mm. 2. Uh, the Destiny community has just been pumping clips of them around that uh, around his character in game just tributes for days uh seeing john wick next week is gonna hurt yeah um, and of course you know in in recently why are fringe yeah. outside Dude's of games yeah like the, everything yeah. like ah oh, yeah and then it obviously silence in horizon yeah uh, what a dude and like what a just an iconic individual like his voice his, his presentation like, it's just, it's one of those things where, I, admittedly, like, I I knew of him without knowing of him. Mm. And like, I'm like, oh, what's that guy? And then, then you start to remember, like, wait, I've seen you in like a thousand things. Mm. Holy shit. Because I, I was talking about, I was talking to Ali about it yesterday. And she's like, where have I seen him? And I'm like, oh, he's everything. In he's in the wire. She's like, no, I don't watch that. I'm like, American Horror Story. Yeah. She's like, yes, American Horror Story. I know, like I said, I have been meaning to watch Fringe forever. Um, and it's not on any streaming service, which is ball bags. But this might be a good reason, I suppose. All right, well, here are the upcoming titles for this week. Um, I don't know how to transition away from that. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Deceive Inc. coming to PS5 March 21st. Cheer coming to PS5, PS4 March 21st. Long ass name time. The Walking Dead, Saints, uh, Walking Dead, colon, Saints and Sinners, dash, Chapter 2, colon, Retribution, PS5, March 21st. God damn it. The Walking Dead, colon, Saints and Sinners, dash, to the Tourist Edition, PS5, March 21st. Last Labyrinth, PS5, March 22nd. Altier, Rise of 3, Alchemist and the End and the Secret Key. The Alchemist of the End and the Secret Key, PS5, PS4, March 24th. Resident Evil 4. PS5, PS4, March 24th. Yeah. The Crown of Woo. Woo. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> uh, March 24th. The answer is Resident Evil 4. Yeah. That's the answer. I feel like I should play Atelier Riser just because I played the first two. Yeah, and you had a blast with them, didn't you? From memory? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also a, t- that's also a turn left. Same guys that are doing uh, Resi, Capcom. Let's see if they respond to that email. Bet you they don't. <laughs> Uh, oh man what a lo- we've had a couple of long ones this last couple of weeks it's been fun oh you know what's you know what's exciting what that don't get me wrong as much as i love recording with you i don't have to fucking record tomorrow night oh the <laughs> loss of mondays yeah with, with the with the you know uh according to compare brought to by reverend puck sponsored uh fringe is streaming on foxtel don't have it seven plus ooh. Apple TV, yeah, they gotta pay. For, you can I, buy it on I, Apple TV. I love Fringe. They did Fringe so dirty. Yeah, it's on. Like, I, it, I have the, I had the Blu-rays, got, but they're at my it, old house. It got cancelled in its final season. They fucking short shrift it so hard. It's not on binge. It's like Foxtel's different. It's Foxtel Go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that. Uh, uh, oh shit! What's his name? Uh, 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 Joshua, Joshua, Joshua Jackson from the Dawson. Oh, you know, I was going to say the guy who plays Dragon in Arrow. I can't think of anything else he's been in, but he's been in so much stuff. 
but I just recently watched Arrow. He plays one of the fucking villains in Arrow. He's in the, he's in it too. Yeah. Uh, there is good then, like time travel and then, bullshit. And then Te- Tess from Last of Us is in it. Oh, what was the, the, the chick that played um... Joshua Jackson? The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I guess Mighty Ducks first, but no, he's from the Dawson. Like, uh, <laughs> out of him and part. fucking well, what was her name the 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 girl from the dawson's creek uh was pacey was lacy was pacey was his character fuck what was her name damn it how about if you watched dawson's creek oh i didn't watch dawson's creek i just not yes you fucking did don't lie no i never you know, did. actually you know what you know what the no, last pacey was lately? fucking uh, the other dude's name no Joshua Jackson play Pacey oh you're thinking you're thinking of James Vanderbeek <laughs> yeah no no, James Vanderbeek I'm aware of the Van, I'm aware of are the you talking about, are you talking about Katie, Katie Holmes, Holmes. yeah she plays Joey Joey that's where I couldn't get that on my, I just was it just was right here I could see her face clear as fucking day <laughs> but I could not think of her name Katie Holmes I knew she was married to Tom Cruise I remember that part but fucked if I remember her name she was a slutty pumpkin she was the slutty pumpkin. Oh, that's a show I would like to watch again and then get really mad at the ending. So I'm not going to watch it again. Stupid fucking endings. Speaking of stupid fucking endings, let's get this show done. Thank you everyone for listening to the show, checking it out as we always do each and every week. Much appreciate taking the time. Time is the most valuable thing we have in this world and you chose to spend it with us. Why? But thank you though, I guess. Nothing better to do. Yeah. It's like, well, it's better than anything. No, it's actually not. It's, it's, it's better than nothing. That's the tagline of the show. For the players, it's better than nothing. Max, set him home. Sure. Well, everybody, this PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in, conf- in future conversations with us, Come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures. We can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this position pod. If you are listening on podcast service, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you want watching on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. That was my impression of a mosquito. What do you think? It sucked. (laughs) It was annoying and you need to be slapped. (laughs) Like, I don't know.